Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. Hi, I'm Cheryl Waters. Thanks for joining us. It's live on KEXB at home, and we appreciate all of our wonderful listeners and donors who support KEXP, listening worldwide at kexp.org and enjoying all these great live sessions. Even during the pandemic, we're so excited to continue to share live music with you. And we are very excited about the new Flock of Dimes record, Head of Roses. And I've got Jen Wozner with me today. Hi, Jen. Hi, Cheryl. Good to see you. It is so great to see you, too. And I just have to tell you, this new record is magnificent. No, thank earlier you. This, earlier this week, I was playing the song Price of Blue on my show, and a friend messaged me, Ugh, this new flock of dimes is so gorgeous. And I replied right away and said, I was just thinking the same thing. I'm dancing around with my arms thrown up in the air right now. <laughs> I mean, it is just such a beautiful record, and it elicits... So much happiness and emotion. And I just have to say, you are so freaking talented. Oh, gosh. I don't know how to take that much. Uh, I can't take that many compliments and know what to do with my face. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm very moved. Thank you for saying that. It, it feels really good to hear because making this record kind of brought me back to life and brought me back to myself during a really, really sad and dark and challenging time. And the experience of being in the studio making these songs with my friends um, was easily one of the most joyful parts of my year. So it just is a wonderful feeling to know that I'm able to pass that feeling on to some other folks out in the world. It's kind of the whole point of all this ridiculousness. So thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Head of Roses out April 2nd, and you've recorded some beautiful songs exclusively for KEXP. Let's watch Two and Price of Blue now. It's Flock of Dimes live on KEXP at home. Are too, but 
you can keep to yourself with the best of everything and I can wander the That's Flock of Dimes live on KEXP at home. And that was that last one there was Price of Blue, the song I was talking about, dancing with my arms flailing above my <laughs> head. I was just in such a blissful place. And tell me about starting working on this new record. I know that you've been living um, in North Carolina for a while now, and you live outside of Durham. It sounds like small town life is a good fit for you. What do you love about living in a small town and how did that kind of, you know, work into making music? I think um, it's interesting when I envisioned living here initially, it was sort of in combination with a job that brought me to virtually every major city in America once a year. Um, Because I also love cities too. And I love people and I love the input that you can get from being in those bustling spaces. But I think 
um, when you're traveling a lot, your concept of what home means to you kind of shifts. And I think for me, um, home was always a place to, to rest, um, and to be at peace as much as possible. And, and so, um, proximity to nature, I think has, has become a pretty big part of my life. I wouldn't have expected that in my, you know, in my younger days, I think I was just like, and I'll live, I'll live in a city till I die. But, but I have a lot of, I have a lot of anxiety sort of naturally kind of kicking around and, and it is it, it not caused by, but, but often exacerbated by my surroundings. And so I just find that if I have some access to nature semi-regularly or on a daily basis, I, I am at peace a lot more. I'm a lot more focused and a lot less distracted and I'm a lot calmer, which is how I want to feel when I'm at home. And I think in the, the pandemic, I, I do miss, there are so many things I miss about so many places and so many people. But I think being able to spend this time in a place that is uh, relatively beautiful and peaceful and calm has been a real gift for me that I'm really grateful for. Well, I know you worked on the record with Nick Sanborn of Sylvan Esso, and I think I read that Nick and Amelia have a studio in the woods that's not too far from you. Is that where you made the record, that blissful few weeks that you talked about? It is, yeah. I'm very fortunate. I mean, honestly, this record would not have been possible to make when I made it, if not for the existence of that studio. Well, the end product, again, is just so magnificent. And you opened up this album for a lot of collaboration. I mean, you, as an artist, have collaborated with so many people. But I have the impression that Flock of Dimes has been more of a solitary project in the past. I mean, maybe that's not correct, but you worked with a lot of people. Meg Duffy Mm -hmm. of Hand Habits on this, uh, Bonnie Bears. Matt McCann, um, Adam from Landlady, of course, your Wyoke partner, Andy Stack, I'm try- and then Nick. I'm trying to think, have I forgotten anyone? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's the crew. I'm talking to Jen Wozner of Flock of Dimes and the beautiful new record, Head of Roses, out April 2nd on Sub Pop Records, Yay! I should mention. Let's, Seattle, baby! Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's talk about that when we get back. But let's hear some more music. Here's Lightning and Hard Way from Head of Roses by Flock of Dimes, live on KEXP at home. If you dream 
if I only knew half as much as you, I would be amazing. Amazing. If I stop to be. Long enough to see the life and death of one day. Heavy in my heart, honey in my hand. When I took the hard way. If I lost your hand, I know I could stand without your protection. Just because I know doesn't mean I'll go. It would be the hard. Jen, you've talked in the past about um, pain that you've experienced and not being in the same place now. You know, you referred to the glacial pace yeah. of record releases, and you were in what sounds like some pretty excruciating pain when you were processing this through the writing of the record. But you're past it now. I mean, you're not heartbroken anymore. And you've also talked about being reluctant to distill this record just being about heartbreak because it's just about so much more. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? I mean, when you start performing these songs again, you won't be in that place of heartbreak. So, And that is the interesting thing about making records uh, in general is that, you know, you, you sort of like draw this outline of yourself in space and time, and then you just keep taking steps forward into the future. And inevitably that outline gets further and further in the rear view, which I think is, um, it's a beautiful thing too, you know, to have these like signposts of where you were and, and what you learned along the way. I, I treasure that. And I'm sort of making peace. I think I've done a good job in my life uh, in the past few years of making peace with learning how to perform songs that I may not be necessarily like super comfortable with inhabiting that emotional space in that particular moment. It is a challenge for me. Because I think I am maybe a writer and producer first and a performer second. And so I'd rather, it would be my preference to sort of like inhabit whatever is relevant to my, the present experience and not something that's old. When we mentioned Sub Pop, you've had such a long and wonderful relationship with Merge Records as Y Oak and with this new Flock of Dimes record and the EP that you released last year that you forgot I about. I did. <laughs> I reminded you. 
<laughs> you teamed up with Seattle label Sub Pop, and of course, we love the Seattle connection yeah. there. How did you initially connect with them? Um, Where's that? Uh, a friend of mine, my friend Becca, who you know, I, we met. Um, we've become friends, but she works for the label and um, is a fan and reached out. And you know, we we talked for a long time. And I wasn't really in a hurry to make another Flock of Dimes record because I had my hands full in a number of ways. But I don't know. I mean, we just, it's just sort of, I felt a real connection and a real genuine love and appreciation for what I was doing, uh, which is always really nice. You know, I mean, I think I, being, having worked for, you know, worked with Merge for so long, I'm, I'm very spoiled in that, like, I, I'm used to having these really good kind of familial relationships with the people who I, you know, work with, which I don't think is the case for everyone. And that's important to me. You know, I don't, I don't want to be uh, on a team with someone that I feel like doesn't kind of respect and see my humanity and my artistry and, you know, is not focusing on that and is only really seeing me as a way of making money. So I just really got that sense from everyone that I met at Sub Pop, you know, and I've had such a great experience working with them thus far. You know, it's, it's just really refreshing to be reminded that there are so many people in the poisonous, poisonous music industry that actually do genuinely really care so much about music and art and people. And so I feel really lucky. We have these two great label families Yeah, I now. know. You are very lucky. I'm just expanding. And they're very lucky oh, as well. Oh, thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> thank you. Well, we would love to have you stop by here. So please do come by when you're in town and meeting yeah, with your can't wait. And playing a live show for uh, all of us, God, I hope. Can't wait. Thanks to all of our wonderful listeners for joining us today. We appreciate your support so much here at KEXP, making these incredible sessions possible. It's Flock of Dimes live on KEXP at home.